Welcome to the EQ Coach for Moms podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Bartholomew, and I am so glad you're here. This podcast was created for moms just like you, moms who want to find that optimal balance of pursuing their professional passion without compromising intentional motherhood, which looks different for everyone. We're going to dig into and process through topics that are relevant to you, all looking through the lens of emotional intelligence. Today, I'm going to be talking about self-regard. To my friend, Anna Sisolik, Anna is a Texas native, and she went to Baylor University for her undergrad and grad school. She has her master's in, of tax, and she's married to a tax attorney, so they do lots of taxi things in their home. Anna is a mother to a 10-year-old son, and she's a CPA owner of a small tax practice. She loves to travel, read, sing, hike, and hang out with friends and family. All right. Welcome, Anna, to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I've known you for just a little while here. We're newer friends. Uh, We met because our sons played football together. I'd love just to hear a little bit more about who you are and what brought you on the podcast today. Um, Yes, I am glad to be here for one. I am so excited to help you grow apart this podcast. I think it's going to be a great deal, great thing for uh, women, women business owners and, and mothers um, journeying through emotional intelligence and whatnot. But um, yeah, I am 46 years old. Um, I've started in the accounting world when I was about 25. Um, I've had a long journey with emotional intelligence and self-regard in general. Um, became a mother when I was 35 years old, um, quit my career in public accounting in a, in a medium-sized firm just because the hours were crazy and started my own firm, which has just kind of grown organically along with my son. So the older he's gotten, the more clients I've added, the less he's needed me, the more I've been able to spend with my firm. And kind of the self-confidence, self-regard has become way more important as I've had to do all of this stuff on my own. So that's kind of been my journey thus far. I love that. And, you know, thanks for sharing just, you know, where you are in life, even sharing, I think just the the ages and stages that you, the ages that you went through your stages, you know, we're all on, on different paths, but there's overlap Mm -hmm. and there's understanding there. And I, I love that you shared that because Gosh, you know, one of the things that really resonates and I hear, I've heard before, and and I think about it a lot. I've heard that before 40, as women, we're shaped from the outside and after 40, we're shaped from the inside. And so even hearing you talk about this and and seeing your journey from being a new mom or, or even before that of working in the field and then, and then having your son being a new mom, making those changes. And now, even now you're shifting again, even further into, um, just leaning into the self-regard, exploring it more. And I love the word that you use journey. Can you share a little bit more about that word journey and why you, why you said it like that? Well, I think it's absolutely true that every stage of life just brings different meaning to you emotional intelligence and how it's applied and how you focus on it. So my, my own journey has just been, so I've always known that that self-regard self-confidence has been an issue for me. Um, as I've gotten older, 
I don't know if it's that I've become more aware or explored more or researched more what the what kind of tools are out there to help me along in this journey to enhance my self-confidence and my self-regard um and you know as I learn more I think gosh I wish I would have I wish I would have learned this in, in high school you know I wish I would have had these tools and these coaches and you know where would I where would I be now you know right. if I had had that um these tools and um and my, my confidence is still nowhere near where I would love for it to be but um just it's just a constant constant journey um from going from having absolutely zero tools and even not really even recognizing that it's how big of an issue it is to where I'm at now and recognizing it, owning it, and truly like spending time um, trying to figure out how to really love, love myself and respect myself and know that I can do it. I have what it takes to do whatever I need to do or want to do. It's, it's just been a, a very long journey. Um, mm. And I feel more I'm the I'm the best I've ever been which of course you know as you get older I think we just get better with age just like wine <laughs> mm -hmm. but um but yeah it's just it's just been a, a long journey yes thanks for sharing that thanks for just your honesty with that you know I think you're speaking for a lot of women and probably a lot of women that are listening to this podcast it is a journey and that's why I love so much that you use that word it's so tempting to want to just be at our destination right now, but Absolutely. each step of that journey is so important. And that's what really, that's what makes us who we are. So, and you know, we can't prematurely get to a place without doing the work. And so I love that you described it like that. And even your, even your use of those words, you know, respecting yourself. I mean, when you look at the EQ result, um, when you look at the assessment, that's actually like the short definition of self-regard is respecting oneself and confidence. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about self-regard, I'm really talking about respecting yourself and having the confidence, which is, it can be a real struggle and it can really show up in big ways in your life and in, in, in yeah. everybody's life, not yours specifically, but I, I mean, everyone's. Yes. in mine as well. It's a big part of my, a big part of my journey as well of pushing through that. So yeah. Thanks for sharing that. You're, you're definitely not alone, uh, because I I'm right there with you, you know, and kind of turning a new leaf every day, I think, yeah. um, even in just some of my newer ventures, what's a, what's a time that you've really had to lean into your, to your self-regard and, and dig deep there. Um, most, most recently, I think it's been, <laughs> being treasurer of the PTA of the school um, yeah. and sitting in board meetings and trusting that I have put the right information together to make these decisions for spending school funds. Mm. Um, it's, that's been a confidence builder for me because some stuff has not been completely accurate. I've, I've made some mistakes and none of them huge mistakes, but mm -hmm. you know, mistakes enough for me to go, okay, you know, I, you know, should have looked at that differently or put this number over here. Um, but it's all been a growing experience and it's all been, you know, the women that I'm working with 
are, are just also supportive, you know, mm. and they, they just, you know, we're, we're so glad you're here and we're, um, you know, we couldn't do this without, without you. We don't know how you do it. And so that's been good for me because as a confidence builder, it makes me realize, you know what, I don't have to be perfect. Um, you know, numbers obviously need to be as perfect as they can be, but it's okay to have, you know, a little variance here and there. And that's, that's a hard part of my world being a CPA and Mm -hmm. being able to give yourself the grace to make some mistakes and, Mm -hmm. you know, still have the confidence to think, okay, I'm going to go into this meeting and things are as right, right. As you know, they, they should be, you know, if there's a little mistake here or there, it's going to be fine. You know, no one is going to um, think that I did a bad job. Um, So that's been the most recent thing that I think that has been a huge confidence builder for me um, in my professional world and somewhat personally as well, just because all those relationships are new. I didn't know any of those people when I started it a year and a half ago. Um, So, you know, building that respect with other people has helped me um, respect myself a little bit more and trust myself a little bit more. Um, and just aside from the professional part of it, also building relationships. I'm not, I'm not great at that. Um, that's another part of my self-confidence issues has always been, you know, how other people are viewing me. I think, think Mm -hmm. way too much about that. So that, that again, journey has been a great experience for kind of opening my eyes to, um, my own, you know, self-respect and self-regard and trusting myself. So, yeah. Yeah. And even hearing you talk about, you know, being on, being the treasure and, and the, the grace that you're able to show yourself. And it sounds like grace that other people are showing you is so important. I feel like sometimes we hold ourselves to this perfection standard even in meeting new people, but we're not necessarily holding other people to that same standard. Right. For some reason, it's, it's really easy for us to say, oh my gosh, I better not make one mistake, but then somebody else comes and we are able to point out plenty of mistakes, but it doesn't offend us or affect us the same way because we see them as people. Right. And we know that they're, they're not going to be perfect and that's okay. Sometimes we actually kind of like that. They're not perfect. But for ourselves, (laughs) we're like, well, we better show up and it better be perfect and dang good looking. Um, Right. Yeah. I love that you're being able to give yourself some breathing room with that and that you found a place that's giving you that room as well. Right. Yeah. It's been, it's it's really been an awesome experience. I'm glad that I jumped into it because I was hesitant, you know, just because of my self-confidence issues, but it's been, um, it's been a great experience. It's been a growing, a growing experience for me. That's great. And, you know, when we talk about finding this balance between our professional passion, what you're doing through your CPA work and Mm -hmm. that intentional motherhood, you know, you're doing this at your son's school for funds for him to do awesome things and his friends and and the whole school. And so you're finding this beautiful balance. That's also being, that's also challenging you in some ways. It's challenging these areas that are 
not necessarily natural and a struggle that that can be a struggle for you. That self-regard, that confidence piece, it's challenging, challenging them, but it's also growing you in some really great ways that could, you know, that are going to open up new doors for you down the road as your son continues to grow. Right. Maybe, maybe professionally, maybe personally, maybe both. Right. Yep. Definitely. What did you have to do to say yes to that opportunity to fight through that doubt or lack of self-regard or confidence? (laughs) Oh, well, so they posted on Facebook that they needed, you know, a treasure. And it was one of those things where I didn't think about it. I just kind of thought, well, briefly thought, didn't do much thinking. I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this before, before I have a chance to talk myself out of it, I'm going to jump in because at the time, you know, we had just moved here. I didn't know anybody. It was sort of the tail end of COVID. So there weren't many social things going on. And so, you know, I knew in the back of my mind, this is going to be a great way to get to know people, be a great way to get to know the school administration. Uh, it was is one thing that I didn't do a lot of at our old school that I wish I'd had the opportunity to. It was just a much bigger school. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think I just I just didn't give myself the chance to to think about it and talk myself out of it. I just I just jumped in and it was and then and then it was done in like five minutes and <laughs> here I am. So, <laughs> so yeah. sometimes I think you just have to you know jump in and not give yourself the opportunity to back out. Right. Right. You gave yourself a chance. I love that you've said that when you think through that lens of motherhood and that you gave yourself a chance to do that, what do you think is important? Uh, how would you translate that into motherhood and a lesson maybe you, you, you talk to your son about, or, or what you'd want to translate over to him? Um, just that it's, you know, to, to take chances, to know that you have certain skills and there's always room to grow. There's mm-hmm. always room to, um, you know, get better at what you do and to find those opportunities that will, that will allow you to do that and to not be afraid or fearful that you may not live up to other people's expectations of how you should fill that role. And, um, to, you know, trust yourself that you can grow into the role and, um, you know, add value to whatever it is and, um, feel, feel good about yourself for taking that opportunity and, and growing yourself, I guess, is what I would love for him to take from it. If, you know, we have that conversation. Right. Well, and I would say, even if you don't have the conversation, he's watching, he sees you right. show up to those meetings. He sees you go outside of your comfort zone and, and be a little uncomfortable, but still say yes, because you know that you have these abilities and gifts and you're using them. Sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, we model that to our kids. So not only is it the conversations and the words of encouragement, but it's just them watching us live our lives. Right. Right. Yeah. Because someday he's going to be in his forties and something's going to make him really uncomfortable. And your hope for him is that he's going to be able to push through that and lean into the discomfort and have something really great come out of it. Right. Yeah. 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 Speaking of discomfort, um, our sons played basketball together. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. They played on a team together and there were a lot of opportunities for, you know, some self-regard, uh, and confidence building mm -hmm. within there. Definitely for, for them and for me. <laughs> so, yeah. So you actually even were the assistant coach, Anna. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was, um, that was also a growing experience, <laughs> a learning <laughs> experience, uh, you know, from more from the standpoint of, you know, they're all beginners. We're playing better teams and we only won one game. I mean, it was a little brutal. So <laughs> I think, I think after the third or fourth game, it, you know, I had to change my mindset about it and just think of it as this is just them learning the game. You know, it's okay if we lose every game, as long as they're having fun and it's a positive experience, then I'm okay with it. You know, like it, I just had to really change my frame of mind of, about it and it's not like I went into the season thinking you know oh we're gonna we're gonna be this awesome basketball team I didn't <laughs> at all um but you know it's hard to lose it's even hard as a coach to lose and then you think you know oh my god what, the, what are the parents thinking about you know this and you know are the kids frustrated so you know you start thinking about what is everybody else thinking so you go back to that of you know mm. you know applying everybody else's potential thoughts mm. and feelings mm -hmm. about you to yourself whenever you have no idea what they're thinking so why you know why are you putting that on yourself to try and worry and you know figure out what everyone else is thinking about you so I mean yeah. really at the end of the day you know we took on this position to teach the boys about the game of basketball with our free time mm -hmm. and I think at the end of the day they had a good time and that's really all that should matter so um, but yeah, that was another, um, way step out of my comfort zone and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and have to, um, really just, yeah, change, change, change course, you know, right. about how, how I was viewing the, um, you know, being a coach and, um, how I thought about myself in that process. So, uh, right. Yeah. Well, and you know, when we're sitting there in the stands and you're sitting there thinking, what's everyone thinking about me? The bottom mm. line is we're in the stands and you're the one that's dedicating your time and your effort to do that. Right. I didn't sign right. up to be a coach. I didn't, right. you know, fill out the <laughs> forms and put it into my calendar. You're the one that did that every week. So yeah, sure. at the end of the day, you know, there's some truth in just looking at the situation for what it is that you're yeah. the coach and we're grateful that you did that. Right. Well, and, and being a coach for once it, you know, it does give you a whole new perspective of, um, particularly coaching kids and the volunteer time. And so going forward into, you know, baseball and, mm -hmm. um, he's going to play basketball again with another team where I won't be coaching. So, um, I think I'll have a lot more grace, you know, mm -hmm. uh, towards those coaches volunteering their, during their time and just, you know, as long as it's positive, I still don't want someone yelling at my kids, you know, sure, sure. but, um, but yeah, I think it, it just, it changes your perspective a, a little, a little, a lot really. So, right. Yeah. And stepping outside of yourself, it just adds to that perspective and that mm -hmm. carries through to, to so many different areas in your life, right. It carries through to, you know, changing your perspective, even on being the treasurer and then being on that team and, and then coaching your, your son's basketball team. Those right. are all, those are all formative things. So even though 
you know, we think about formative things being when we're young, we're still, we're still growing. I talk about it a lot, even though, you know, when we think about moms, I think we all, a lot of times think about babies. And then we think about, you know, the, the older you get as a mom, the more you realize, man, they're, they're moms too. Right. You know what, as their Mm -hmm. kids are growing up, but we're always going to be moms. I was just coaching someone the other day. That's a grandma, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and she's still, you know, she's still a mom. When I call my mom, she, she answers the phone and she's there for me and supports me. So these are continual things. These are continual areas to work on and our kids continue to watch us, I think forever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, my dad is still the first person I call if I need advice about something. So yeah, you know, it's just, you know, definitely. And you know, being where I'm at now and, and I'm sure it will just continue on, you know, the, the learning process about all of this stuff. And as Leo gets older and has, you know, bigger challenges, you know, I'm hope I'm able to give him good guidance, you know, based on all the stuff that I'm learning right, right now. So, yes, that's such a gift to give yes. him to have that yeah, self-awareness and be doing the work and engaging in the hard conversations and taking some, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to say risks, but taking some chances on yourself right. and getting right. a little uncomfortable so that you can grow. That's a gift right. to give your son and, and he'll be so much better off for it, you know, to get to watch you do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. As you're learning more about emotional intelligence, what stands out to you? What have you learned? I've learned particularly that self-regard is from, for me seems to be the foundation, the pillar that everything else stands on mm-hmm. and that I'm hopeful that as I continue to work on that aspect of it, that some of the other things that I struggle with will become easier to me, you know, will fall into place a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really emotional intelligence is involved in gosh, day to day, just about everything we do, every interaction with people, um, you know, whether it's family, friends or strangers, it's just, you know, how we interact on a daily basis. It's just, it's just a part of everything. And, Mm -hmm. um, I had never really, you know, I guess given it that much thought until I did that one workshop with you where we, you know, took that test and you saw kind of where your strengths and weaknesses are on the mm-hmm. emotional intelligence will, uh, wheel, W H E E L. It's okay. You're <laughs> from the so, South. We'll, I, know. I, I, I can that. translate. I can translate if needed. <laughs> that swing that in there every now and then. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to me and you know, I think I think about it more now with uh, my interactions with people or how I'm thinking about people or certain situations. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how, how I feel about it. And that's cool. I'm learning about it. Yeah. We had a great workshop. That was a lot of fun. I love to do workshops um, and invite people into these deep dives where we really spend time looking at EQ and learning mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I love, I love to do that. And it was fun just getting to explore the different areas 
And you're so right on the button when you say that that self-regard is kind of a pivotal piece. It's really that, that beginning pillar that, that everything. So even though the wheel needs the wheel (laughs) (laughs) needs to be um, evenly distributed for sure. I, that self-regard piece, if that one is struggling significantly, it is very difficult to have your self-awareness, your emotional expression, your assertiveness, your interpersonal Mm -hmm. relationships, your impulse control, your stress tolerance, all of those things. If you're not respecting yourself or have the confidence, it's really hard to be assertive. It's really hard to be independent. It's super hard sometimes even to be empathetic. Uh, yep. because we're, we're struggling with our own stuff and, and mm-hmm. not able to kind of get outside of ourselves. So you're, you're right on when you say that that is such an important piece. And that's the first thing that I look at in someone's results when I'm coaching them is where is that self-regard? If that's low, let's start there. Right. If you know that that's low, that's what's typically getting in your way. If you're building a business or if you're wanting to get back into the workforce, or if you find that your relationships are struggling, that Mm self-regard is typically something that needs to be paid attention to and worked on. It showed up in my life multiple times as my kids were growing up. You know, I always, I kept working. I kept moving myself professionally forward while, you know, focusing on my kids in the ways that I, I, I thought was really important for me you know, I use that term intentional motherhood, which looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I did that throughout all my kids, my kids growing up. I continued to do that. But when I was younger, I really struggled with that self-regard piece to where I was literally turning down job opportunities, turning down mm-hmm. development opportunities just because I didn't feel qualified enough, which was just me just getting in my own way and feeling, you know, if someone else is offering you an opportunity and you say no, because you're not qualified enough, that's you, not your qualifications showing up. Uh, so I I can totally relate to that. I think the older I get, the more work I've done and the more I'm able to look at it, but it peaks its nasty little head out every once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) How can you, how can you kind of like push that thing back down in the ground? Or how do you, how do you, do you push it back in the ground? Do you kind of look at it and love it and have a conversation with it? Like, look, you know, we can be friends, but we can't be besties. Like, how do you, how do you interact with that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Piece? I know it's, it's hard because sometimes, you know, it just happens and then you just have to reflect on it, which I think I do a lot more now than I ever have before. You know, used to, I would dwell on it, you know, mm. in a negative way and, and I go, oh, oh my gosh, like you know, why am I like this? You know, why am I, you know, so introverted? Why do I shy away from so many things and almost, you know, beating yourself down for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And whereas now I'm trying to love myself more. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just not beating myself up so much about every little thing that I do that shows my lack of confidence. So you know, if, if I, if I leave a meeting where there's 20 people and I'm having a hard time talking to, to, to people, you know, to step back from it and go, it's okay. It's okay that you were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you talked to one person, you talked to one person for five minutes. Good job. 
you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just trying to be more loving of myself. And, um, and then when I do have a situation, like I went to, we have a, a new neighborhood book club and um, we had our first meeting last week and I was nervous to go. Cause you know, it's going to be 10 to 12 people don't do well in those situations. Mm-hmm. And, but it ended up being all the older women in the neighborhood, like 10 to mm-hmm. 15 years older than me. And, mm-hmm. um, they were just all so interested in me. Cause you know, I'm the younger one. I've got a kid in the elementary school that all their kids went to. And so they were just right. so, you know, welcoming and, you know, wanted to hear about me. And so I left that thinking, that was just a really wonderful experience. Like I felt good about myself, you know, so yeah. it was kind of, I, I stepped out of it and, you know, thought good job, like good job for putting yourself out there for talking to these women, um, you know, offering up stuff for the questions for the book, you know, whatever it was, but yeah. Um, I was just trying to take smaller steps, you know, celebrate my victories and not beat myself up so much whenever it still does rear its ugly head because it does. And, Mm -hmm. and, and it's going to, it's, it's just, you know, I almost said, unfortunately, that's, it's not a good word. Um, it's just, it's a part of who I am and, Mm -hmm. you know, that needs to be okay because everybody is different. And as much as I would love to be this, you know, wonderful, self-confident person, you know, I'm wonderful and I struggle a little bit with that and we're working on it. And so I'm just really trying to work on the positive aspect of all of it so that I feel like I can just get in that wheel of negativity and that doesn't help anything. Doesn't, but doesn't go anywhere, you know? So, right. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and thinking through this, you know, even with you saying yes to going to the book club and being part of that, yes to doing the coaching. Yes. To, I mean, you started your own business. That's a big deal. Yeah, You're, you're being, you're, you're using your gifts and your talents on as the treasurer at the school, you are saying yes to a lot of opportunities and something that I found has been helpful for me in my journey with this is you know, I look at my kids and I want them to have confidence. I see the best in them for sure. I see the negatives in them. There are a lot. I have a, I have a teenager, I have a preteen and I have a kindergartner, you know, (laughs) and the other day, like truthfully, like on the way to school, they were all just like, it was just like the worst. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I may or may not have said that (laughs) to them, uh, you know, but but the truth is they're people, they've got good, they've got bad, just like I do. Right. Yes. And, but I see so many great things that obviously totally outshine the negatives and so much potential. And I speak that into them all the time. I encourage them. I try to build them up. I, I try to help them build, you know, build up their confidence. Yeah. And then I have to stop and say, okay, I see all these beautiful, wonderful things in my kids. I encourage them to do all these things. And then I have like this hobby of putting myself down. What the heck? Exactly. Right. You know, and if I were to fast forward to when I'm 80 years old, what would I tell myself right now? Mm -hmm. I know. I think about that a lot. You know, if you get to the, the last phase of your life and look back. And I I always say, I don't ever want to have any regrets 
you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I, I don't think I have many because honestly, every, everything I've done has led me to where I am right now. And I'm proud of where I am right now. And that's, you know, and that's a big thing for me to say, because Mm. it hasn't always, it hasn't always been that way. And, but yeah, if you think about being in that phase, I'm looking back and, you know, I want to be proud of myself and I, I don't, I don't want to look back and think, gosh, I wish I've had, would have had the confidence to do, you know, other things or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the confidence and respect to anyways, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a good exercise. And I do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so easy for us to talk to others and tell them how wonderful they are, but it's hard for us to tell ourselves Mm -hmm. you've got this, you can do this. Everybody's not, you know, (laughs) this is a silly exercise, but I, I used to think, you know, when I was younger, I used to think, oh my gosh, I can't wear that shirt again. I wore it two weeks ago. And then, (laughs) and then I would try to think through, okay, what did my best friend wear to school yesterday? And I couldn't even remember it. And it's like, (laughs) we're holding ourselves to the standard that is just ridiculous. Uh Sometimes we have to just get outside of our own head and look at ourselves as a friend. You know, if we can't be a friend to ourselves, then (laughs) Man. That's so funny because I've done that before too. Or I'm like, oh my gosh, I wore this to the school last time I went up there. And I'm like, okay, do you remember what the Amy at the front desk was wearing the last time you went up there? Absolutely not. So this is, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a matter of kind of rewriting that narrative, right? And working through some For of sure. these stories we're telling ourselves and getting a different perspective. That's why I love coaching because it, it, we get to step outside of ourselves and get a new perspective, see some blind spots, see some areas that we are just focusing on that is not getting us to where we want to be. Yeah. When you, when you think about EQ, when you think about self-regard, what else do you think is important to share with our listeners that they might be processing through, you know, their moms, they're Mm -hmm. processing through a lot of these same things, what's something you would have wanted to hear on the other side of this conversation? I think I would have wanted to hear that it's, it's such a common thing for women in general, mothers, uh, women who are mothers and business owners to struggle with self-regard and confidence. I think it's more normal than we think it is. I think everybody struggles with it to some degree. Uh, and I think there are obviously women out there that you look at and you're like, whoa, she's way confident. And it, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes that can, that can be a negative on the other extreme. So mm-hmm. I think there's obviously a balance. I think that more of us struggle with it than not. Um, mm-hmm. I absolutely think that there's tools out there to help us with it. Um, yeah. I know for a while, I thought that the whole affirmation thing was just totally crap, but (laughs) I've started, I've started doing some of that, like literally looking in the mirror and saying certain things to myself. Mm. And, and I, I think that it's actually helping a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think that saying those kinds of affirmations are helpful and positive. I think that there's some things that you try that absolutely 
don't work. And I think it's different for everybody. And I would say, if you try something that doesn't work, don't beat yourself up about it. Just release it and move on and try something different. Cause there's so many different things, Yeah, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's coaching or I I've started reading a ton of just whether it's emotional intelligence, um, there's, there's not just a lot of literature out there. And I feel like the more that I put that stuff in my brain, like I try to read every night, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just a page or two, the, the more that I keep my brain on that thought process, the more beneficial I feel like it is to me. And that's just been my own personal journey with it. And I still have a long ways to go. And I think that's the other thing I I need to realize is that I need to have patience with myself. Mm -hmm. I need to realize that I'm not the only one that struggles with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and at the end of the day, just try and love myself because that's, that's one of my big hurdles as well. So yeah, that that's what I would like to hear from, from other women, just, just to admit that, yep, I struggle with that too. You know? Yeah. You're so right. I struggle with that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That's really good. Uh, Just as we get ready to wrap up here, what's an encouragement that you'd like to send out to the moms that are listening today? Um, A lot of what I just said, but mainly being, being patient with your own personal journey. Everybody's is different. Mm-hmm. you know, find what works for you, surround yourself with a good support system. I, mm-hmm. uh, that the, you know, I've had some friends that were a negative, um, impact on my life. And I think it's important to realize who in your life is a positive influence and who is not, mm-hmm. um, and to be okay with, with letting some of that baggage go that, that just, that pulls you down and is not a positive impact on your life and your journey. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and then too, that goes along with, you know, what, what are you, what are you doing? What habits in your life do you have that are also not a positive impact? And, um, you know, whether that is binge watching Netflix versus <laughs> getting outside and going for a walk or, mm-hmm. you know, sitting around more often than you should with friends having, you know, too many glasses of wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's been, um, you know, part of my journey as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's just um, trying to let go of the things that uh, don't, don't bring the good things, the good energy, if you will, into your life and letting go of the things that, you know, aren't positive. And, yeah. you know, I, I struggle with that and I think everybody does to some degree. And at the end of the day, it's a journey. Be patient, patient with yourself and, um, and love yourself. That's, that's my biggest affirmation to myself right now. I love myself. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, if I could believe it one day, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unstoppable, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's a journey, just like you've said, and this journey today has been so fun and encouraging and funny at times. And I just really (laughs) appreciated our time together, Anna. Thank you for showing up. Thanks for being vulnerable and sharing your own journey. I'm sure that there are plenty of people listening to this that have similarities in their journey 
And the whole goal is just awareness and positive movement forward, right? To work through these things. And we do it together with community, with support and wonderful people like you that are willing to get real and share what's going on. So thanks for, thanks for talking with me today. Uh, I'd love to have you back and we can keep working through these things together. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, it's, it's great to be a part of this part of your journey. I think it's awesome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the EQ Coach for Moms podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and rate it. If you're ready to jump into more EQ learning and growth, I'd love to invite you to join an EQ for Moms group coaching cohort. There are morning and evening sessions available, as well as some other awesome perks for joining a group. So head on over to kmbcoaching.com to learn more. Again, that's kmbcoaching.com. See you next time.